Hi, welcome to Whispers to a Bride, where you learn about how to navigate wedding stress and drama with grace and ease. We're talking about what it means to be a bride, what that does to your identity and your closest relationships. I'm your host, Kara Gassabay, and as a life coach and therapist, I'm sharing super practical tips so that you can not only rise to the occasion of your wedding, but also your life. Hello, hello. You are listening to Whispers to a Bride, episode 20. I am Kara, and today we are going to talk about how to start a fight. One thing we know about marriage is that there's always going to be conflict. It's inevitable. So many people think as they're going into their marriage, we're just not going to fight. Like We're just going to avoid it. We're not going to be one of those couples who fights all the time. And you'll hear people brag about how they never fight and they're not going to fight, which inevitably it's a ridiculous approach. It's not going to work. When you try not to fight, you're going to end up bearing your conflict. It's not a healthy move. The issues are going to linger. Resentments are going to build. It's just not really workable. And the most interesting thing about marital conflict is that most of it is unresolvable, which is kind of freaky when you think about it in the sense that all that energy and all that passion that goes into fighting doesn't tend to get us to the outcome of a resolution, which is what we desire when we start a fight, right? Is that we want to solve it. We want to fix it. In fact, the Gottman Institute research shows that 70% of all marital conflicts are perpetual, meaning they go on and on over and over for years and years. When I first read that, I'm like, how is that possible? And then when you stop and think about it, like I even think about my own parents and other couples I know who have been married, you know, 30, 40 years, they do seem to bicker about the same thing, the same little battles over and over. And I can remember thinking with my own parents, like, aren't you just tired of fighting about this? Haven't we just decided to give up on this issue? But it's incredibly normal. And can be totally healthy way of being in relationship because the good news is you don't actually need to resolve these conflicts ever to have a happy marriage, which is so not what it feels like when you're having a fight. But that is what sort of that broader view suggests. What you do have to do is figure out how to deal with them. So the substance of the argument, whether it's money, friends, sex, chores, in-laws, social calendar, et cetera, et cetera, all of those things. None of that is important, as important as the style of the argument. So how you handle the issues every time they come up is so much more important than what the actual issue is. So do you know how to talk about these things without criticizing your partner and turning it into a moral failing? There are lots of different things to think about and to know in terms of how to fight effectively in your relationship and your marriage. But for now, I just want to focus on the beginning, how to start the fight. That opening is so critical because it sets the tone for the rest of the conversation. The way an argument or quote unquote discussion begins is almost always how it ends. So let's talk about what Dr. Gottman calls the soft startup. I love this phrase. 
So, okay, many times when we're angry, we're just going to come on the attack and criticize and blame and just come really harshly at our partner. Our emotions are high, we're pissed, we're angry, and boom, we go in. It's completely natural and it's our reflexive answer to whatever problem or stressor is happening on, but it's really a road to nowhere because it puts a ton of negativity into our relationship. And it's just a total bummer. So a soft startup is the opposite. It involves describing the situation objectively, expressing your feelings, and clearly asking for what you need, which is so different than just criticism and blame and attack, right? There's objective description, expressing your feelings, and clearly stating what you need. Like those two things are such different approaches in terms of starting a conversation or handling a conflict, starting a fight, however you want to think about it. So let's look at a few examples. And once you hear these, you'll definitely be able to see in your own mind and your own situations, how you can soften up your startup the next time you want to attack one of the perpetual issues that comes up in your relationship. So instead of saying, I hate it when your mother comes over, right? That would be a start, a harsh startup, but a soft startup would be, I'm feeling really anxious about your mother coming over tonight because she's critical of my parenting. And I'm afraid you're not going to back me up. So you can see in that situation saying, I hate it when your mother comes over is so it just is going to put your partner on the defensive, right? But to say, here's why I'm nervous about it. And here's why I'm afraid will happen. That gives your partner some room to come up with a solution and room to hear your feelings and understand why you're anxious about his or her mother coming over and what's really behind your position and gives them a chance to think of some solutions or be more mindful of the situation, watch it play out and see if they can change their behavior to meet you halfway. And what you're asking is to be backed up when you're criticized. I think It's such a common example and that harsh startup of, I hate it when your mother comes over. It's so natural. It's what you're feeling, but it's not that effective in getting your partner to meet you halfway and help you solve the problem. So another one about having dinner and cooking. So a harsh startup might look like you never take me out to dinner. I am so sick of cooking every single meal around this house. Or you could just soften it up and say, I am tired of cooking can we please go out? Right? Like right there, you're saying your feelings and you're providing the solution. And then your partner can easily agree to it. Instead of that first harsh approach, I'm cooking every meal, all of that, that's going to get you into that tit for tat. Then they're going to tell you, well, they clean everything. And then you didn't cook last week. Like It just is going to get into one of those back and forths. That's really not what you're interested in. What you're interested in is not cooking tonight. And so saying that, saying why and offering what you want. So clear and could get you lightning speed results. In terms of money and savings and spending, a harsh startup might be, you have no clue how to manage money. Okay. You know where that's going to lead, right? So the partner's got to defend themselves or soften it up. I'm feeling nervous about our savings. Can we please make a plan and talk about this? Same issue, right? They've both times your partner has opened the credit card statement or looked at the bank account and they have a feeling, they have a thought, 
but those two ways of saying it, attack, you have no clue, is so different that, hey, I'm feeling nervous and I want your help. Let's make a plan together. Such a subtle but huge difference, right? It's not even that subtle. It's a few words. When I say subtle, I mean it's just a couple tweaks of the words in the sentence, but wow, it goes such a long way in changing how that conflict is going to be handled, how that conversation is going to go, and how you're both going to feel about both the situation and each other. You could totally see how your body reacts so differently to each of those approaches. When you're feeling attacked, all you can do is adopt that defensive posture. No matter how mindful or calm you are, it's really hard to not have your defense mode triggered when you're under attack. It's just how humans interact. But when your partner offers a feeling or describes a situational complaint, it makes it so much easier to be open to the possibilities for solutions. And so this becomes the dance of our lives. And when you're signing up for a lifetime of bickering about the same issues, I think we all agree, let's just learn to do it well. Let's start off our fights having taken just one breath, just a little pause, a tiny moment to rein in that attack mode and soften the approach. It's not only the more loving and kind and courteous thing to do for our partner, but like we just saw in those examples, it's so much more effective. And it's more effective in terms of the situation and getting what you want and need in that specific moment. But it's also more effective in building that strong relationship with your partner that you want, right? The reason that you're fighting is because you want to solve a problem so that you can have a happy marriage and a great life. But how you do it is going to be so important to getting that outcome. So the next time you are feeling super pissed and ready to just go in, try softening the startup. Also, P.S. This doesn't just work for your relationship with your fiance or spouse. Surprise, surprise. This works for all delicate situations with people and issues you care about. So if you are in your wedding planning phase, this little trick will serve you so well, broaching any touchy subject regarding your wedding. So Try it with your parents about the budget. Try it with your bridesmaids about the dresses or the bachelorette party plans. Try it with your in-laws in terms of incorporating cultural traditions or religious ceremonies. Even try it with your vendors when things are getting a little wonky and you're having miscommunications and you're starting to feel really anxious that everything's going to fall apart. Before you go in, see if you can soften the startup. And let me know how this goes for you. Reach out to me on Instagram at Kara Gassabay. Find me on my website, karamoreen.com. I would love to hear about how this soft startup, how you're seeing how it's working in your own relationships. And until then, I am wishing you nothing but bridal bliss. See you next time. <laughs>